The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. You know, I've worked so hard to get up our Christmas trees and the manger scene and the wreaths on the door. My daughter is cooking Christmas cookies. We're getting everything ready, sending out gifts to our family and friends across the miles. It's not like that for everyone at Christmas. I often say crime knows no bounds. Whether it's what color you are, what your degree is, or how much money you make, or what neighborhood uh, you live in, I always say that doesn't matter, that crime will find you. Well, sadly, the season doesn't matter either. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Stephanie Kilhefner is a country girl. Along with her two brothers and sisters, she's raised in the rolling hills of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It's a small area, about 70 miles outside of Philadelphia, and known for its large Amish community. There are only about 5,000 residents. She loves animals, especially her two horses, and is well known in the community for her generosity in taking in rescue animals of all kinds. In her mid-20s, Stephanie Kilhefner meets the man she will marry, Dustin Klopp, a construction worker. The couple are together for several years and have a daughter first. After the wedding, they move from an apartment to a red brick home in Paradise Township and have another child, a son. On Christmas morning, Dustin Klopp takes his children to see their grandparents. The trio spends the day with the Klopps, but where's Stephanie? Wow, what a storybook uh, tale. They actually live in Paradise Township, and that's near Lancaster County, which is Amish country, just rolling hills, horse-drawn carriages. I've been there many times when I was living in Philly, and it's beautiful. Did you hear that the population is about 5,000? What does that mean to me? An incredibly low crime rate. Let me introduce to you our all-star panel to break it down and put it back together again. First of all, the lead news anchor for Orlando Morning News WDBO, Ray Caputo. 
Professor of Forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, and star of a brand new program, Poisonous Liaisons on the True Crime Network. Chris Byers, former police chief, Johns Creek, 25 years on the force now, a PI and polygrapher at Chris Byers Investigations and Polygraph.com. Renowned psychiatrist joining us from the Atlanta jurisdiction, Dr. Angela Arnold. You can find her at AngelaArnoldMD.com. And a very special guest joining us, a new guest to our show. Let's welcome Judge Craig Stedman, Lancaster County Court of Common Pleas, the former Lancaster District Attorney. Now, can you just settle things once and for all, Judge? Many people say Lancaster. But as I recall, when I lived in Philly, I was admonished that it's Lancaster. Which one is uh, it? Yeah. Um, so I'm not originally from here, and I had to learn it the hard way. It's Lancaster is the way they say it, because I thought it was Lancaster, and you got it right. Oh. Okay. I usually say it both ways, so I can be 50% right and 50% wrong, so everybody will hate me. Just want to make sure that happens. <laughs> okay. Now that we've got that settled, we're talking about a beautiful young mother. Her name is Stephanie Kilhefner. I want to hear about the area. With me, Judge Craig Stedman, former district attorney, now judge. Judge, can you tell me about that area? I grew up on a dirt road in middle Georgia with nothing but, as I like to say, soybeans and pine trees as far as the eye could see. And there's pros and cons to that. We had to never, we never worried about some creepy dude driving up in a white van and grabbing us we could run and play and tromp through streams and climb trees until it got dark and it was time to come home. Tell me about the area, Judge. So, yeah, Paradise is very similar to what you're talking about, other than instead of the soybeans, it'd be more corn and, and some tobacco crops. But, yeah, it's very, very rural. Lancaster is, um, is a big county. Uh, we do have a city. Everyone identifies more with the Amish country and the farms, and that's what this uh, this area of the county is paradise is, is generally really safe um the neighbors know the neighbors there'd be a lot of people that leave their doors unlocked and um generally low crime uh the pennsylvania state police cover it they don't even have their own um municipal police department so it'd be it'd be generally not an area that we'd have a lot to deal with um you know when i was in the da's office it just wasn't a lot going on there as far as crime very safe well, you and I had very different experiences in district attorney's office. I prosecuted in inner city Atlanta at the height of the drug trade. You know, everybody would send their dope, their heroin, their crack, their cocaine, their meth straight up from Miami, right off the boat, all the way to New York on all 41. And the first major metropolitan stop would be Atlanta. So, of course, the drug trade brought with it more homicides than we could handle. Um, so there was never a lack of business, as I always like to say, Judge Stedman. You know, we're talking about this woman, and the very first thing that just jumps out at me, um, I don't know if you heard our friend from CrimeOnline.com, Joy Barge, state that Dustin Klopp takes his children to see the grandparents, but Stephanie, the mom, isn't there. I mean, right there, Dr. Angela Arnold, Nothing happens in our home without me right. being front and center because I don't want to miss a thing. Not one thing. I want to be there to wake the twins up. 
I'm going to be there sitting in the rocking chair when they fall asleep and I leave the room. I want to be there for every minute. It's really hard for me to get past the fact that they're spending Christmas morning without mom. Well, and also, Nancy, you're probably the one that plans everything. The Santa does that. The that hush, your, hush, your, hush your evil mouth. Santa does all the planning at Christmas time. Okay. I have nothing to do with it. Nothing well, at all. I wasn't online all night looking for a PlayStation 5. That was not me. Okay. <laughs> well, now, but I can tell you this I'm right up in the middle of everything, Dr. Angie. Mm-hmm. And everybody depends on you to be there and they're looking for you because the mommy makes everything right. And she makes everybody feel comfortable and everybody knows that everything's going to go along okay that day if mom is there. You know, right at the get-go to Chief Chris Byers joining me along with Judge Craig Steedman, Dr. Angie Arnold, Joe Scott Morgan, and Ray Caputo. Chief Byers, you know, I've, I've wondered and wondered about this ever since I started prosecuting. Why is it that in our world, in our society, women and children are so often the crime victims. Why is that? No offense to all you guys on the panel, but what is it? When I see a mom missing out of a a scenario, I immediately think the worst. Yeah, absolutely. Because the statistics prove it. The statistics show, uh, just like you said, that the the women and children uh, are the prey. They're the the easy targets that um, that are always seem to be the victims in these cases for sure so sad guys we know that he the husband in this scenario dustin klopp seemingly out of a fairy book marriage shows up on christmas morning at the grandparents without mommy uh question to you ray caputo lead news anchor orlando's morning news wdbo when he showed up at the grandparents, was it his parents or her parents where they showed up? It was Dustin's parents, Nancy, they, and they were expecting, uh, you know, them to all come over. And you know what? It's so easy to say, oh, she didn't feel well, blah, blah, blah. But on Christmas morning, you know, seemingly all bets are off on Christmas. That's a command performance that you don't miss. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. 
We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we're talking about a Christmas morning, a big gathering at the grandparents' house, the paternal grandparents' house, when mommy doesn't show up. 34-year-old Stephanie Kilhafter doesn't show up at the appointed time and location. The children are there. The husband's there. The grandparents are there. Everything's decorated. The food is prepared. The party's going on, and mom never shows up. Right there, I smell a rat, especially on Christmas Day. You know, Dr. Angie, do we put too much pressure on ourselves for Christmas? I, I put a tremendous amount of pressure on myself. My husband seems to be completely unaware of it uh, to make everything perfect for my children. Is it just too much pressure? It's a lot of pressure. That's all I take care of around the holidays is people are so stressed out. It's it's financial pressure. It's the pressure to do everything just right. It it, it it intensifies around keeping up with everyone around you. I mean, I don't know about you, Nancy, but on my street right now, the amount of money that people spend on holiday lights in front of their house. You we did our it, own. Could, there are three yeah, reindeer, could, and the baby fell down. I was out there at 1 a.m. trying to hammer the thing back into the dirt. I Go mean, ahead, please. you could feed a small nation for what some of these people spend on their Christmas decorations. And this year, you want to know something? I didn't put any out front because I'm protesting that. I really okay. am. So, yeah, Have you ever heard a- of the cut your nose off to spot your face thing? <laughs> just something, of course, I'm just a JD. I'm not an MD like you, but that's just something for you to, to think about as we move forward. Not putting up Christmas decorations to protest your neighbors. Okay. Well, you're the shrink, uh, not me. You know, another thing here and, you know, Joe Scott Morgan, you have, I think you do, you better. Cause I love your wife. Okay. Hate to tell you this, but more than you, Joe Scott, um, you have a happy marriage. You have in-laws. I'm just wondering, did the in-laws not notice she wasn't there? And I got to tell you something, Joe Scott, I've told you this before my husband's parents, and they must have had to bite their tongue in all the years I knew David before we married. Decades. We never had a crossword, Joe Scott. Not one. And if I had not shown up for Christmas, there would be H-E-L-L to pay. They would, wanna, they would be cross-examining David Lynch up and down to find out where was I? What was wrong? Why wasn't I there? No way would this have gone unnoticed. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's as delicate as a Japanese tea ceremony. You know, Christmas is one of these things where you have to uh, you have to show up, or there is uh, going to be uh, a bill to be paid. You know, in the Catholic Church, they refer to uh, Christmas service as uh, one of the holy days of obligation. It applies at a family level too, doesn't it? Because even the most subtle thing, the the, the slightest the slightest absence or maybe you didn't get the right gift or maybe you didn't show up at the right time or you didn't bring the right thing. A lot's going to be read into that. And the fact that this woman is completely, and I mean completely absent and out of the picture, tells you a lot because this is just something that doesn't normally happen in the normal context. And yes, 
there is a, such a thing as normal, and this is not normal behavior for a family. Well, we find out that it didn't start on Christmas morning. Take a listen to our friend Joy Barge at CrimeOnline.com. On Christmas Eve, Stephanie Kilhefner's neighbors, Tim and Sheila Rohr, see her around 7.30 p.m. They're outside saying goodbye to their family members as Kilhefner pulls into her driveway. She waves and wishes them a Merry Christmas. At home, Stephanie puts the kids to bed. About 10, she and Dustin have an argument. You know, I'm just thinking about the night before Christmas on Christmas Eve when everyone is preparing, getting everything together putting things together, staging. You know, let me go back to you, Judge Craig Stedman, joining us out of Lancaster County Court, former prosecutor. Do you see an uptick in crimes around the holidays? Uh, I don't know that I could say that. I mean, you know, I don't think that we ever did a a study that that said so. Um, Exactly. Uh, We have a a lot of crime, but we, we don't have those kind of numbers. I mean, I can just give you a a sense of it. We do have an increase. There's certainly an increase in stress. Um, there's certainly an increase in pressure. And, you know, one of the difficult things with domestic violence is a lot of it goes unreported. And as you all know, and um, so it, it's hard to get a true sense of, of what's going on behind closed doors. I don't know that I could tell you uh, whether there's an increase in crime on Christmas. I can tell you that and, it stands out in my, in my memory when we have. Yes, cases like I know that. there's an increase in tension over what I'm not sure but how things went south so quickly, I don't know. You just heard Joy Barge tell us. The neighbors see her pull in at 7.30 p.m. She gets out of the car, waves, says Merry Christmas to the neighbors. It goes in the home. But take a listen to our friend Ames Yates, Fox 43. How can, how can anybody do that now? Jerry Fenninger has lived across the street from where it happened on Georgetown Road for almost two decades and was shocked to learn what happened. Cold, and then put her in a, you said, stuffed her in a bag and put her out in a shed. Ay, 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 it's, it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable to us. Other neighbors told us the couple have two children, both under the ages of 10, who are now staying with their grandparents. Meanwhile, Klopp is being held at the Lancaster County Prison. His bail has been denied. For the people that live here, it's still a shock. I feel sorry for the family, too. Yeah, you know. we just couldn't believe it. And something like that happened this close to home. Something like that would happen here in our neighborhood. You know, I'm always amazed to you, Chief Byers. Uh, Chris Byers joining us, former police chief, Johns Creek. Now, Chris Byers Investigations and Polygraph.com. Nobody ever thinks it's going to happen in their neighborhood. And they're so shocked. But it does happen in everybody's neighborhood from New York to L.A. to Atlanta. I was just reading in the paper the other day, Chief Byers, for outside some swanky country club, a guy was trying to get a ride. His wife had just given birth. He was at this big country club for a wedding reception or something, and he was outside waiting for an Uber, and the guy came up, arm-robbed him, and shot him dead right there at the gate to this really uh, exclusive country club. And the neighbors in that neighborhood couldn't believe it happened there. It does, Chief. Oh, it happens everywhere. I can tell you, I spent the last 13 years of my career 
uh, in what was named for at least six years ago as the safest city in Georgia, fourth safest city uh, in the United States for a long time running, uh, probably the richest zip code in Georgia, I believe we were named a couple years, and probably one of the most horrific crimes in my entire career that I saw happened in that town. And I worked kind of like you in, in parts of Atlanta, uh, in the largest county here in Metro Atlanta, and right there in, in the, the the richest the richest neighborhood in the state of Georgia, horrific crimes. It happens everywhere. And you're right, people are always shocked um, when they, you know, say it would never happen in their neighborhood, but you're absolutely right. It happens everywhere. Take a listen to our friend Pete Montine at Fox News 8 WGAL. State troopers say a Christmas Eve crime inside this Paradise Township home went unnoticed for nearly a day until the man they say did it had a change of heart. You know, when we've seen nine cruisers go up, and uh, of course they stopped at my house thinking that was the address, uh, we knew there was something up. Neighbors of 36-year-old Dustin Klopp did not want to be identified after they heard what police found here. Just released court documents say Klopp and his wife of three years, Stephanie Kilhefner, were in an argument late Wednesday night. Police say Klopp then punched his wife, slit her throat, and then hit her in the head with an axe. And she wished us a Merry Christmas. And, you know, I just didn't, can't believe that something happened like that. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Let's go straight out to Judge Craig Stedman, Lancaster County Court of Common Pleas Judge, former Lancaster County District Attorney. What can you tell us about the case, Judge? So this was, you know, not the typical uh, case that we get that we normally we find a, the body 
uh, or get a call if shots fired, as as you know, and, and you and you respond, then you start unwinding. You know, who are your suspects? Who would who would want to do this? In this case, the first law enforcement got involved was from Mr. Klopp himself. He he called the police, the state police, uh, admitted that he that he had killed her, and drove into the state police barracks. His father drove him down there, and as he's confessing to it to them. The state police are responding to the scene. Okay, wait a minute, and, Judge. Hold uh, on just a second. I got to take in what you're saying. It's like drinking from the fire hydrant. Did you say uh, with me, special guest Judge Craig Stedman, current judge, former prosecutor in this jurisdiction, he drove himself in to police HQ? The, his father drove him. Okay. Uh, so they, so, you know, on Christmas, so Christmas Eve, this takes place. And and I guess I'll back up. And and what started it was just I, as far as I can remember, so it's six years and dozens of homicides ago, and it was just a, a typical domestic argument that um, turned physical. He ended up punching her. I, I, I believe that there was some some head trauma. She may have hit something when she fell, and you know he has an opportunity to stop there. He doesn't stop. He, he gets a knife and, and tries to, to cut her throat and kill her. He still didn't kill her. He actually has another opportunity to stop, and he arms himself with an axe and, and finishes her off that way. But she was still alive at the time he used the axe on her head. Then now he's got two kids in the house. Fortunately, they didn't see any of this. That's the only minor upside in which it's a horrible tragedy is it that all week, the best we could tell, they saw or heard nothing. So they're up in bed. He's got to make a decision as to what to do. He doesn't um, do the right thing even at that point in time. He cleans up the blood the best he can. He takes her body, puts her in a, a plastic bag, um, takes her to have like a woodshed. He put her in the woodshed in a pile of wood, as I recall. And um, then you had, the panel was discussing about the pressures of Christmas. He still, still has another decision to make. And what his decision is, is let's go through with Christmas for these kids. And I can't imagine, you know, what, what's going through his mind at this point in time. So he takes the kids to his parents um, to celebrate Christmas to the extent that he can. And I don't know what happened. I don't know whether he talked to his father or his mother or both of them or what exactly took place, but he makes a decision at that point in time uh, later in the afternoon um, to turn himself in. So he calls the state police as he's driving to, to talk to the police and admit to what he did, um, the state police are driving the other way to the, to the house to find the house. And, of course, they find uh, her. And, and unfortunately, he was telling, telling the truth. So it's just a real unusual situation for us. I mean, you, you talked about this was a rural area, but we have our um, Lancaster City actually we run a drug corridor as well. So we had a lot of those homicides as well. Just I don't I couldn't remember one where someone had called where it hadn't been a self-defense situation where I had to shoot the guy because he was breaking into my house or whatever. So this was, this was a very strange um, case in that respect. And of course it carries the, 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 just the ripples of, of um, the tragedy compounded by the fact that, it, that it's Christmas. And so all these people, they got a lost victim, they got the defendant, but the grandparents, the kids, all the surviving family members. I mean, they're just, I'm sure Christmas is ruined for them forever. So that's, that's the essence of, of what took place it, it, it just a just a verbal argument turned physical and and turned deadly and he had a lot of chances to to stop before it went that far and he made his choices and she paid, you know, for, it, paid judge, for it with her life uh, judge craig stedman was there any 
suggestion about what they were arguing about. I know it's irrelevant to the fact of murder one, but what were they arguing about? Six years ago, I don't remember. I did try to get the files from the DA's office, so I was not able to get that. My recollection was it was really super inconsequential. It wasn't about the kids. Um, it was something that just just really stupid. So I remember when the reporters were asking me about it, and I was I was just it made me even more upset. It was I mean there'd be nothing that would justify any of it, but this, as I recall, was particularly inconsequential. Um, just something so insignificant, and that you know we were talking about how crime affects everybody. You look at just a, how how something like this, an argument about something minor, can turn out turn into somebody losing their life. And, and that's why, you know, life is so, is so precious and we need to, to be aware and treasure every day with, 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 when you see cases like this and just reminders of how quickly things can turn so bad. You know, it's uh, interesting, and I'm sure a lot of people on our panel today feel this. After you investigate cases like this, you were, uh, I guess, the elected DA or an assistant DA at the time, Judge? Yeah, I was the D, I was the DA, so I was the DA the for the last twelve DA. years. I, yep, yep, and I was a prosecutor for many years before that, yeah. working my way up. You know, Judge and uh, Chief Byers, Joe Scott Morgan, Death Investigator, these cases stick with you. And now, like uh, Judge Craig Stedman was describing, how these children will forever remember this at Christmas. We remember it. I think about cases at certain times of the year that I prosecuted that I remember. Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, WDBO, what more can you tell us about the murder? Well, I can tell you that Dustin Klopp wasn't an upstanding citizen, Nancy. He had a list of charges, you know, serious stuff too, you know, resisting arrest, DUI, drug charges. And, you know, we're talking about the argument and how petty it was, but some people that knew him said he was paranoid and you know, there's an old saying, keep your head on a swivel. I talked to many people in law enforcement, and they do things like sit in corners in restaurants facing outward so they can see everyone. You know, that's just being perceptive to the dangers of the world. Dustin seemed to get upset over small things. Like, he was really petty, cussed out a FedEx driver, posted a, a no trespassing sign, even told his neighbors, you know, if you see anyone near the horses, let him know. And, you know, the neighbor found that out because they don't live near uh, very many people so he was just a paranoid guy and you know it seemed like the it seemed like the writing was on the wall for this guy to snap at some point i understand you joseph scott morgan uh death investigator professor forensics according to the pennsylvania state police klopp attempted to clean his wife's spattered blood from their home how successful was that uh I, I can't imagine it was successful at all. Let's let's think about what he did, Nancy. Uh, the trauma that he inflicted on this woman was uh, really over the top. This is a very violent action. Uh, you know, first he punched her uh, in the face, and I can only assume uh, that by doing this, he probably generated a bloody nose, um, and she fell back, as we understand. Then he retrieved a knife. Uh, and one of the things I found very curious is they keep using the term that he slit her throat at that point. So you're going to produce blood this way. But the coroner actually stated that that did not kill her. He went on to say that, in fact, uh, these blows that she sustained uh, to her head with the axe 
she was still alive as she was sustaining these. So she's still bleeding out. You know, it's a lot of people think that, uh, that, you know, if you slit somebody's throat, they're, they're going to die instantly. That doesn't happen. As a matter of fact, it takes quite a bit of work to accomplish that. And you have to know what you're doing. When he began to assault her, bludgeon her with this ax. Now we don't know which end of the ax he used. He would have generated a copious, a large amount of blood all over the place. So you're never going to get all of this up. I can only imagine the horror uh, that the pathologist felt when they began to examine these wounds in her head because they saw that she had hemorrhaged into these wounds in her head, which automatically tells them from a physiological standpoint that she was alive while he was doing this. took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about the Christmas Eve death of a young mom of two, murdered at the hands of her own husband. And what is also so amazing is that he cleaned up the crime scene, put her in a bag, dragged her body to a shed, and the next day, Christmas morning, went about Christmas with the children as if nothing had happened. Take a listen to our friends, Ames Yates at Fox 43. Police say Klopp initially called them around 5.30 p.m. Christmas Day to say he had killed her. About an hour later, they say that he came to the Lancaster barracks and told them the violent details. State police say Klopp told them he got in an argument with Kill Hefner on Christmas Eve and punched her in the face. When she fell to the ground, he took a knife and slit her throat. Then he grabbed an axe and hit her in the back of the head repeatedly before hiding her body in a shed near his house. To Judge Craig Stedman, now Lancaster County Court of Common Pleas judge, former elected Lancaster County District Attorney, after working his way up through the ranks. A judge, of course, the law is that 
no case can be in criminal court, can be prosecuted based on a confession alone. That's the law. Now, the scene that you discovered when cops got to the home, did it corroborate exactly what Klopp said? It did. Yeah, it it matched up exactly. You know, there's only two people that knew exactly what took place. We It wasn't hard to find. He didn't do a good job trying to clean up the blood. Um, it was very apparent. Her body was exactly where um, she said he said she was, and the wounds matched up with the what he had admitted to to doing. So whatever took place in between the homicide and his decision to to turn himself in, he did change his mind and and come forward with uh, with the with the truthful details, the horrific details. As far as in, investigative work and challenges for us, this is this was one of the the easier ones, and I don't mean to to you know lessen the impact of the crime, but this this really was. He told us what he did. She was right there. There wasn't a lot of investigation for us to do. You know, uh, to Chief Chris Byers now at Chris Byers Investigations and Polygraph.com, you just heard Judge Stedman speaking, who was the DA at the time. And even then and now, it's very rare that you get a killer come straight into the station and confess and it all corroborates with the physical evidence. That just doesn't happen. Uh, usually a defense attorney will get a hold of them and suddenly everything changes by the time they get to court and you go to trial. Basically rolling the dice, it's either plead guilty or hope one juror will give you a mistrial and you'll get a cheaper deal after that. But I think what had to do, what had a lot to do with his confession, did you hear Judge Stedman state the father drove him to the police station? He didn't do it all on his own. I think that's what ultimately got him in to make the confession was his father telling him to do the right thing, I guess, on behalf of their children. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I agree with you. There's, I, I don't remember a case ever like this in, in, in my 25 years uh, where someone came and confessed and it, it was corroborated. So, yeah, and I was thinking as you guys were talking on Christmas Day and you've got his kids there, his father. I mean, just how many generations um, you know, yeah, it's ruined for those kids Christmas and the dad, but how many generations is it going to affect the kids' kids? Um, and so I have a feeling that, yeah, being Christmas Day and dad convincing him to do the right thing um, probably is how it played out because that just does not happen. No, never, never have I seen it happen that way. Not once have I seen somebody just come in, confess, and it all lines up with the physical evidence. And speaking of physical evidence, to Death investigator Joseph Scott Morgan. Joe Scott, even if the crime scene texts say, hey, the guy's in giving a confession right now, they can't just pack up their bags and leave. They've got to process that scene as if it were going to trial. You bet they do. And you know why? Because of lawyers. You have to, Nancy. There is no stone you guys leave unturned. And you have to anticipate every possibility. This is no, no time to get lazy. As an investigator, you do your job. You cover this thing as if the person has, you know, skipped the country and has left and there's a worldwide manhunt for this person. You still have to process the scene because you never know what will happen. And how do you know? How do you know that this guy was the perpetrator? Now, he may have walked in 
and confess to this thing, but how do you know someone else wasn't involved? Look, as as forensics people, as death investigators, we're all cynics. I assume everybody is lying to me when I'm conducting a death investigation. I have to do that, Nancy, in order to cover all of my bases, and you have to continue to process these scenes until the job is done. I think it also says a lot about him not that he's insane. Don't tune up with that, Dr. Angela Arnold, because I know that's where your mind goes, insanity. But as Judge Stedman pointed out, he had so many times to stop. It first began with a punch, a blow, then another wound. She wasn't dead yet. Then another attack. He had so many chances to back out of this thing. Nancy, I don't think that, I, I do not think that this is a matter of insanity. But I do believe with the little that we know about this man, which is which is a lot, that he that he has some sort of pathologic narcissism. And his nar- and that turned in to a narcissistic rage. Now wait a minute, and, wait a minute, just to break it down. Now again, uh-huh. you're the shrink. I'm just a trial lawyer, but I believe when you say pathological narcissism, you mean unstoppable narcissism narcissus was the star of a greek myth that was so in love with himself he would forever look into a a quiet river to see his own reflection right that's exactly right Mm -hmm. and what happens what happens when when someone actually has pathologic narcissism they have they can't regulate their self they can't regulate their emotions or they or their behavior, and so they have they have impulses. It's just I mean it's awful. Their their impulses just take over. Okay. Well, and you I know what, uh, Dr. Angie Arnold, I appreciate all that um, psycho mm-hmm. discussion, but in my world, it's are you insane legally? Did you know right no, from wrong at the time? Or do you have some uncontrollable mental delusion that somehow this is an evil troll that's jumped into your home to kill your children? None of that existed that would legally get him Mm -hmm. off the hook. In fact, I agree with you. The fact that he tried to clean up the scene, tried to hide the body, went through with Christmas morning at the grandparents to hide everything shows he knew what he did was wrong. And we're learning a little bit more about the crime. Take a listen to Pete Muntean, News 8. Investigators say Klopp moved his wife's body to a shed on the property, then went to Christmas celebrations with the couple's two children. But it was not until 5 o'clock Christmas night that Klopp turned himself in here at Lancaster County State Police Headquarters. It's where police say Klopp confessed to killing his wife. I guess he did develop a conscience. That's why he turned himself in. But uh, you know, I don't know what was going through his head. You know, it just hits home. And, you know, you think of the two kids that they had Christmas time. You know, it's sad. Before you start blaming the Christmas season and tensions that some families have, let me report that additional sex assault charges were added to the murder based on findings during the autopsy report. As we close out our story regarding Stephanie Kilhefner, her children are being cared for 
by relatives and they are growing up and they are surviving. My prayer for them is that Christmas not be forever tainted and that somehow in the future they find joy. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.